Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Coffee Break German, Season 3, Episode 13. Hallo und herzlich willkommen zu Coffee Break German. Ich bin Marc. Und ich bin Andrea. Wie geht's dir, Andrea? Mir geht es ausgezeichnet. Und dir, Marc? Mir geht es auch ausgezeichnet. I love that word. One of my favorite German words. We're back with another lesson of Coffee Break German. And in this lesson, Andrea, what are we going to be looking at? We are going to look at the future tense for certain functions. And tell me something, are we going shopping for clothes in, in this dialogue? <laughs> Not today. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> okay, so a new topic, and, and that topic is the future tense, you said. Indeed, and uh, we are looking at the future tense and how we can use it for to fulfill certain functions of speech. Okay, I do have a very big question for you, but I'm going to wait until we get this lesson started. Also, los geht's. So my question, Andrea, can we just use the present tense when we're talking about things that happen in the future? Yes, indeed. Very often we speak uh, in the future using the present tense and we show to our listener that we're speaking in the future by using adverbs like morgen or in einem Jahr. Yeah, okay. Or so something like this. Okay, I guess we could do the same in English in a sense when we say, for example, uh, tomorrow I'm going swimming. Yes, exactly. And I would say, morgen gehe ich ins Schwimmbad. Okay, or um, uh, what about Petra is going to Vienna next week? Yes, and I would say, Petra reist nächste Woche nach Wien. Okay, so why do we need a future tense? It could be just an option that I say, Morgen werde ich ins Schwimmbad gehen oder werde ich schwimmen. Or Petra wird nächste Woche nach Wien reisen. So I could use this as an option. But also when we use the future tense, we fulfill other functions like promises or we express plans or also we express assumptions. Okay, could we have some examples of each of these? Yes, of course. Let's start with the promises. I'll give you a little example in German. Wir werden nie mehr nach dem Zähneputzen Schokolade essen. Right, so nach dem Zähneputzen, it's after the, the teeth cleaning. Um, so we will never again eat chocolate after brushing your teeth. Genau. So this is a promise that you might make to your dentist yeah. or your mom. Yeah. <laughs> Another example of making a promise with a future tense would be, du wirst nie mehr auf mich warten müssen. Right. Um, so du wirst nie mehr auf mich warten müssen. Um, you will never have to wait for me again. Ja, genau. 
Okay. This is also maybe a promise you make to your mom. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> or your work colleagues. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was late for recording this morning, so I'm 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 taking the blame here. <laughs> <laughs> so and then I said we could also use this tense uh, to express plans or maybe intentions that we have, and I'll give you uh, your first example. Nächstes Jahr wird Caroline ihre Fahrprüfung ablegen. Okay, um, so next year Caroline will do her driving test. She's planning to do her driving test. Ja, genau, richtig. And um, we think this happens. So that's definitely Caroline's plan. Um, and she emphasizes this by, or we emphasize this, by using the future tense. So could we not say nächstes Jahr, um, oh no, we've got ablegen, is that separable? Yeah, legt und dann äh, alles drin und dann und ab. Und dann ab, ja. Yeah. So nächstes Jahr legt Caroline ihre Fahrprüfung ab. Ja, aber dann ist das so, this is more a fact than a plan. Right, okay, we're just being quite matter of fact saying, yeah, oh yeah, she's doing a driving test next year. Yeah, As opposed to, know. that's her intention. She plans to do her driving testing. Okay, that makes sense. Can you give us another example of this plan or intention idea? Yes, of course. Die Schweiz wird in drei Jahren das internationale Schokoladenfest durchführen. Ooh, I think that, that would be quite a good coffee break German trip. Uh, we could we could take a little um, a little what's a field trip to to investigate. Of course, that. <laughs> if the Schokoladenfest hadn't just come out of my imagination, I think ah, this would okay. be a wonderful trip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the the Schweiz wird in drei Jahren das internationale Schokoladenfest durchführen. Um, so in three years' time, Switzerland will. Um, will play host to the International Chocolate Festival? Ja, genau, richtig. So durchführen, to lead through. Ja, genau, durchführen is to organize, to, to do it. Okay. Yeah, to, to host, to host something, it, hold, something yeah. like this. Okay, so what was the other category of, of uh, uh, types of situations where we would use a future? Yeah, so our next category is assumptions. And uh, we know this from English, so I'll give you an example and you will recognize uh, this type of structure from your own language. Karl wird morgen wahrscheinlich zu Hause bleiben. Ah, right. So, wahrscheinlich is probably. Um, so, Karl will probably stay at home tomorrow. Genau, richtig. Okay, what about another example? Yes, I have a question and answer. Wie alt ist Karl? Er wird etwa 40 sein. Right, so this is this kind of idea that we've got in English. Um, what age is Carl? Oh, he, he'll be about 40 now. Genau, das ist richtig. So we're using will in, uh, in English when you're kind of making that assumption. You're, you're guessing that someone is that particular age. Genau, das ist richtig. So, for example, if you want to, someone is worried about something and you want to say, oh, it'll be fine. Ja, denn wir sagen auf Deutsch, ja, wird schon okay sein. Right, so, wird schon okay sein. So, that's a good point to stop, because we've talked about when we use it, the, the situations when we use this future, but we've not really talked about how we use it, how we form it. And it's fairly straightforward, because we're using a verb that we've come across many times. 
Das ist richtig. We use werden, but not the werden to become, but more the auxiliary verb werden. So it's the same as the, the verb. Let's go through the conjugations. Uh, ich, ich werde. Du wirst. Er, sie, es wird. Wir werden. Ihr werdet. Und sie werden. Right. And then after those, we use an infinitive. Genau, das ist richtig. So it's, it's really quite straightforward. Um, werden plus infinitive. And you have a future tense. Okay. Right. So where, where are we going now? What have you got next for us here? Let's just pick up on this last example when we made assumptions and maybe develop it a little bit further, also introducing some of our adverbs that help us out. Okay, that and sounds good. I'm going to use another example, and it's again a question and answer. Wo ist Johann? Er wird im Garten sein. Right, so where is Johann? Er wird im Garten sein. Um, he'll be in the garden. He must be in the garden. Genau, das ist richtig. And we can emphasize that this is an assumption by using some adverbs. One of these adverbs could be wohl, yeah, which is uh, well. Yeah. For example, er wird wohl im Garten sein. Yeah, so he, uh, he's probably. It's like probably. Yeah, he's probably in the garden. Another one could be sicher. Like surely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, when someone says sicher, we know that they are not sicher. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, oh, uh, er wird sicher im Garten sein. And that tells us that this person has no idea. Okay. But makes an assumption. Mm -hmm. And another one is wahrscheinlich. And that also means probably. Genau, das ist richtig. We can also add a main clause to make sure our listener understand that this is an assumption. For example, we can use ich denke and the sentence would then be ich denke, dass Karl im Garten sein wird. Ich denke, dass Karl im Garten sein wird. Okay, so what would the difference between that and ich denke, dass Karl im Garten ist. B. The, the, when we use the future tense, it just shows even more that it is an assumption. Right. It, it shows more that we don't really know. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that makes sense. Okay. Another sentence we could add would be Ich nehme an. And I assume, so we just add to the assumption. I assume that uh, assumingly <laughs> Karl is in the garden. Yeah? Probably. Ich nehme an, yeah. Ich nehme an, dass Karl im Garten sein wird. So that's the verb annehmen and uh, separable. So ich nehme an. Mm -hmm. Or ich kann mir vorstellen. I can imagine. Yep. Okay. Ich kann mir vorstellen, dass Karl im Garten sein wird. Ja. Oder ich gehe davon aus. That's new to me. What's that? Uh, it's more that we expect this to be the case. Okay. Ich gehe davon aus. Mm -hmm. What is important is that if we use these sentences, 
it is not as necessary to use the future tense, okay, because we're already expressing that this, these are all assumptions or expectations. So we could say then, ich gehe davon aus, dass Karl im Garten ist. Yes. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, I think maybe some practice would be a good idea. Yes, good idea. I'll give you a few sentences in German and you just translate them into English. Is that a good idea? That sounds good. Okay. Genau. So, uh, the first sentence I will give you is Martin wird wohl morgen mit dem Zug nach Berlin fahren. Kannst du wiederholen, bitte? Klar. Martin wird wohl morgen mit dem Zug nach Berlin fahren. Okay, so Martin wird wohl morgen mit dem Zug nach Berlin fahren. Um, Martin uh, will probably be going to Berlin by train tomorrow. Genau, das ist korrekt, ja. So wir haben wird fahren and we have wohl to introduce more the concept of probability. Ja? Und der zweite Satz, Familie Müller nimmt an, dass ihre Katze Lulu morgen wieder zu Hause sein wird. Okay, so that's annehmen again. Was that to assume? Ja, genau. So the, the Müller family assume that their cat Lulu uh, will be home tomorrow. It will come home tomorrow. Genau, das ist richtig. Sehr gut, super. And the last sentence I have for you. Die Hausverwaltung geht davon aus, dass das Dach bald repariert sein wird. It's quite a tongue twister, I have to say. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'll, I'll read it again, okay? <laughs> Die Hausverwaltung geht davon aus, dass das Dach bald repariert sein wird. Right, I'm going to try saying this as well. Die Hausverwaltung geht davon aus, dass das Dach bald repariert sein wird. Genau, sehr gut, super. So the Hausverwaltung is the, the factor of a building. Yes. Um, and he expects that the roof will be repaired soon. Genau, richtig. Magically, of course. Of course, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, we're going to hear more about these uh, future tenses in our conversation, which is coming up just after the break. In addition to the podcast version of Coffee Break German Season 3, we're also putting together a full course on the Coffee Break Academy, where you'll be able to access bonus materials to help you make even better progress with your German. That's right. Not only will you be able to enjoy an ad-free audio version of each lesson, we'll also provide a bonus episode where Andrea will be testing us with some translation challenges based on the topic of each lesson. And of course, there are comprehensive notes and a video version of each lesson too. Visit coffeebreakgerman.com and follow the links for season three there. Okay, welcome back. Today we are talking about the future tense using werden and then the infinitive. And we're going to be listening to a conversation now. Can you tell us a little more about this conversation, Andrea? Yes, we're going to listen to a phone conversation and we have a very concerned parent who is worried about what will happen to their son at school. 
Okay, let's have a listen. Müller? Hallo Marlies, ich bin es, Peter. Ach, hallo Peter, schön von dir zu hören. Wie geht es dir? Mir geht so lala. Ich bin etwas beunruhigt und wollte mit dir reden. Worum geht es denn, Peter? Es geht um meinen Sohn, Patrick. Er ist jetzt 17 und geht ans Gymnasium, aber seine Noten sind so schlecht. Er wird wohl noch vor dem Abi rausfliegen. Ach so, das tut mir leid. Hast du mit ihm geredet? Er wird sich sicher auch Gedanken machen. Ja, er ist total unmotiviert und hat keine Lust. Er sagt, er wird das, was er da lernt, niemals im Leben benutzen. Verstehe. Da wird er vielleicht recht haben, aber er braucht doch einen Abschluss. Ja, genau. Ich werde mal mit der Schule reden und mir anhören, was sie vorschlagen und ob es noch eine letzte Chance gibt. Ja, so kurz vor dem Abi werden sie ihn hoffentlich nicht einfach rausschmeißen, oder? Hoffentlich nicht. Aber mit dieser Einstellung wird er die Prüfungen fürs Abi auch nicht bestehen. Kannst du nicht mal mit ihm reden? Er fand dich cool, als wir mal bei dir in Urlaub waren. Du hast ja die Schule auch nicht gemocht. Auf dich wird er vielleicht hören. Ja, wenn er das möchte? Was soll ich ihm denn sagen? Wird er nicht merken, dass du mich dazu angestiftet hast? Ich werde ihm sagen, dass ich mit dir darüber gesprochen habe und du gern mit ihm reden würdest. Er wird dir schon zuhören. Er ist ja ein anständiger Kerl. Okay. Aber wenn es nicht klappt, wird es sicher auch andere Wege für ihn geben. Er wird sich sicher auch für gewisse Berufe interessieren, nicht? Er könnte eine Ausbildung machen? Ja, aber er muss einfach mal ein bisschen in die Gänge kommen. Sonst wird er mit 25 immer noch keinen Abschluss haben. Mach dir keine Sorgen, Peter. Das wird schon werden. Wow, I have to say, Andrea, I found that quite difficult. Um, Vocabulary-wise in particular, I think there was a lot of words in there that I am not familiar with. We will, of course, be going through this in detail in our bonus episode, but can you give us a little summary of, of what's happened so far in this conversation? We have a conversation between Marlis and Peter, and they speak on the phone. Peter is worried because his son Patrick is 17 and uh, he's at high school, but his marks are so bad that he thinks he will be kicked out of high school before he can graduate. Yeah, and Marlies is, is wondering if Peter's spoken to his son, I think. That is correct. And she also wonders if uh, Patrick is also worried or just Peter. Mm -hmm. Peter says that his son Patrick is completely unmotivated and thinks that he will never use the things that he is learning at school. And Marlies thinks that he might be right about this, but nevertheless, he needs some sort of qualification at the end. Okay, so what does Peter say in, in response to that? Peter suggests that he will go and speak to the school and see if there is maybe one last chance. And uh, Marlies really hopes that they will not throw him out so shortly before his graduation. Yeah, hopefully that will not happen. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Peter hopes that too, but he's just worried um, that uh, with this lack of motivation that it's just not going to end well uh, in terms of uh, Patrick's school career. Yeah, and it's, it's, he'll, he'll basically fail his abitur. 
Yes, exactly. So he now wonders, and that's why they're having this conversation. He now wonders if Marlis could maybe have a word with his son because they know each other. Because uh, once they visited Marlis on holiday and uh, Patrick thought that Marlis was quite a cool person and they have something in common because Marlis didn't enjoy school either when she was younger. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I, I kind of got the idea that, that Peter thought that Patrick would agree to this because ultimately he's a, he's a, he's a decent guy. He's, he's an okay guy. Yes, exactly. So uh, er ist ein anständiger Kerl. He's a decent guy. And uh, he will um, make an effort to listen to what Marlies has to say. And then uh, Marlies uh, suggests that there are maybe other options for Patrick that he could make an Ausbildung. And an Ausbildung in Germany is an apprenticeship. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, this is a, a good uh, option for someone who doesn't want to go to university. They would then make an Ausbildung for a few years and then start their professional life after school. Okay, doc, right. And Peter thinks that this uh, could be an option, uh, but uh, he also believes his son should become a bit more proactive. Okay, and I think at the the end, I, I heard uh, Marley saying to, to to Peter that he shouldn't worry too much. If everything will turn out for the best. Yes, so this is actually quite nice. Es wird schon werden, which. Um, means nothing if you just pick it apart. <laughs> but for us, it's a way of um, saying, don't worry too much, it'll be fine. Yeah, es wird schon werden. So it will sort itself out. It will become... Something, yeah. Something like that. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. A little like bit that, complicated. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now, obviously that particular conversation uh, was a very specific circumstance, a very specific situation. And we are going to be going through that in greater detail in our bonus episode and the reason that it was written in that way was of course to feature lots of uh, the future tense examples of the future tense with assumptions and and all the other uh, areas that we spoke about in in this lesson but that is almost it for this lesson yes but not just now there is something that we want to add and do you know what it is <laughs> natürlich noch eine kleinigkeit So in today's Kleinigkeit, we have a little proverb and it's Ein voller Bauch studiert nicht gern. Right, ein voller Bauch. Bauch is a stomach. Yeah, your tummy. Yeah. yeah? So mm -hmm. a full stomach studiert nicht gern, doesn't like studying. Yes. What do you think, what do we want to say? That you perhaps shouldn't study on a full stomach. Yes, so because uh, then your body is, uh, that's what we think, okay, from this proverb. <laughs> I'm not saying this is the case, but we think that your body is too busy digesting your food uh, to concentrate. And uh, that's why you should have a little break between studying and eating. Okay, well, hopefully um, Patrick uh, is not, maybe that's Patrick's problem. Perhaps he always goes to to school too full and he can't focus on his studies or something like this, that. Yeah, yes, this is very likely, of course, yeah. <laughs> 
Well, we will leave it there. With Ein voller Bauch studiert nicht gern. A nice uh, proverb to, to finish off our, our session today. Andrea, vielen Dank, wie immer. Ja, danke dir, Marc. Und well done. <laughs> thank you. And uh, thank you to all our listeners. Um, do remember that you can leave a review of Coffee Break German Advanced wherever you get your podcasts. And that helps more German learners discover this show. But for now, vielen Dank und bis zum nächsten Mal. Tschüss. Bis bald. You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radio Lingua Network. Copyright 2022, Radio Lingua Limited. Recording copyright 2022, Radio Lingua Limited. All rights reserved. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.